SCKDT. I'm Samantha. I'm Cameron. I'm Krista. I'm Destiny. And I'm Trevor. And today we're going to be putting our heads together to talk about how unreliable our memory is. So how do we all feel about like our memories in here? Like, Are they good? Or are they bad? I feel like I have a really good memory. Yeah, me too. I feel like I use it a lot to memorize stuff in school, but that's about it. I don't know, mine's kind of so-so, because some things that I don't need to remember, like I'll randomly remember it, like going down the street, walking, but then things that I feel are important, like it's totally out of my mind. (laughs) I don't remember it at all. Like songs, like I can sing every single song, but like if I have like a test, like my brain just goes blank and I don't remember anything. That's why I feel like I have like an all right memory, because like I will forget things so easily, but like I'll remember things from like years ago. Well, regardless of what we think about our own memories, it comes to find out that human memory actually sucks. <laughs> to talk about how unreliable our memory is, Elizabeth Loftus, in her TED Talk, gives the case of the 31-year-old man, Steve Titus. He was pulled over and taken into the police office and put in a lineup for being a suspected rapist. The victim picked him at first, saying, yeah, that kind of looks like the guy that did it. But once he was put on trial, she was 100% sure it was him pointing him out saying that is the guy that did it. He was guilty all based on a lineup that he was picked out of. Well, how did this happen? Because of false memories. 300 people are wrongly convicted and three fourths of those people are wrongly convicted just based off of identifications that were wrong, AKA false memories that are created. See, like, I understand what you're saying, like, but that's just one person. I feel like I could have picked somebody out of a lineup, like, if they did something to me like that. I mean, it's easy to say, but when three-fourths of 300 people are wrongly convicted due to, like, false identifications, it's, it's hard to say that you can remember that much. I mean, so much is happening, so much traumatic experience is going on, that, like, it's hard to say that you can remember everything that that person looks like in every detail of their face. Yeah, and I get that, but... Like, realistically, it's only 300 people, but how many people are arrested every day? I mean, yeah, and in a lineup, you know, it, they they put people that look alike, you know, that are the same height, that maybe have the same color hair. So it's, it's hard to be able to definitely pick somebody out if all of them kind of look the same. You know, that's how yeah. they trick you into doing that. Yeah, like, they all look the same, but could you really remember, like, the exact details of whoever did this to you? Like... Your mind is just thinking, oh, I need someone to be guilty. So you're just going to pick out some random person that, oh, they look like the person that did it to me, but it could possibly like not be them at all. Yeah, because, that's what this victim yeah. did. She said, yeah, I mean, that kind of looks like him. But once she got to trial, her brain had like just planted him there to where she was like, he definitely did that. I picked him out of the lineup. I know that was him. But in the moment she picked him, she wasn't even quite sure herself if that was him. She just kind of set it to pick somebody, and as awful as that sounds, I mean, it happens to a lot of people. In Scott Frazier's TED Talk, Why Eyewitnesses Get It Wrong, his example is a drive-by shooting that happened in California where teenagers were playing in the yard, a car came by, and shot their father who was standing outside. They claimed that there was good lighting and that they could see the person who shot their father's face. But when it was actually looked at, it was 7 o'clock in California during daylight savings time. There was no moon out, virtually no lighting, so they could not be able to actually see the person who shot their father. But instead what happened is they were given a lineup of different people's pictures, and they happened to pick a 17-year-old kid. 
He ended up being tried and found guilty on first-degree murder and sentenced for life in prison, all because he was picked up out of a lineup. Scott Frazier says that this is due to the brain encoding and storing information in different parts, and unconsciously, the brain automatically fills the holes of our memory, which is called reconstructed memories, and this can lead to false pieces of information that are put in our memories in order to fill the gaps and holes. I'm not gonna say if you understand like why the like why people are like even like we would try to make up false memories for that, but I also kind of do, because like everyone wants to find like justice, especially for something like that. Like that those boys' father got shot. Like you want to find like the person who did that and kind of give yourself that relief. Not even necessarily like just finding justice but in general everyone wants to understand things they don't want to have blanks or misinformation or anything they want everything to be fully understood and if they have to bring in these false memories or put pieces together fill in the blanks then that's going to help them cope or deal with like certain issues i wonder if like if they know that like what they're saying isn't true I feel like, like the first example with the woman, I feel like at first she knew she wasn't 100% sure that it was the guy that she had picked, but eventually, you know, she, her brain made her think that it, it has to be him. I picked him. He, he has to be the one. And she just, her brain convinced herself that that was the guy, but at first she probably knew that wasn't him but i mean eventually you know you you think something and you say something enough that you're eventually going to start believing it yourself that happens with more than just like just this though yeah like i feel like we we've like all here probably a situation where like we mildly lie about something and, and then now, we like, believe it yeah now yeah. like we all think like that actually happened it becomes a part of the story like oh i i went here when i was a kid and i did this but you didn't but eventually you tell the story so much that it just becomes part of the truth, then you actually do think like, well, maybe I, I did go swim with dolphins in the Bahamas, but I know I didn't, but I tell the story so much that it's become part of my memory of being there. Yeah, it's like, I, I definitely have like the scenario of like asking my mom, I'm like, I did this, she's like, no, you didn't. I'm like, yeah, I did. <laughs> okay, so we hope you enjoyed this week's episode of us putting our heads together to talk about how crappy our memory is. Hope you tune in next week. SCKDT out! out.